0: Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast.
0: Yes, and we are talking about the OC. And
1: we are celebrating Canada's birthday.
0: Yes, this will come out on Canada Day. Which
1: will mean nothing to most of you, but means everything to Well, it <laughs> means one thing to us.
0: We uh a... <laughs> A majority of our listeners, according to our stats, are from uh, either the States or spread out across the world. We actually are in a uh, minority for Canada, so...
1: So, uh, for those of you who are Canadian, <laughs> I hope you're also having some gin and soda.
0: Yep, yeah, yeah, I... I
1: for those of you who are not Canadian, I hope you're also having some gin and soda.
0: I mean, if you're, if you're American, just, like, wait a couple days. You got your July 4th on, uh...
1: Yeah, and you can pre- – you know, we're both celebrating our independence, <laughs> yeah, although I guess pretty- our celebration is actually Dominion Day when Ami- – or when England was like, Haha, these four provinces make a country that is p- still part of us.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, our for, – for America, it's an Independence Day. For Canada, it's the day that – yeah, essentially, like – We joined
1: the Dominion.
0: Yeah, they're like, yeah, now you're Canada. We're like, okay. <laughs> I see you've told us we're even, Canada. Thank even, you, England. Can- the, the history of Canada is bizarre because, like, I mean, you, you obviously – obviously you have the indigenous population, people who've lived here for a long time, but then you have the settlers. And no one really cared except except for the British cared when Canada, like, became Yeah, everyone Canada. else was just
1: like, oh, we all live here. But Do- the British were like, no. <laughs> Does anything change? Maybe. <laughs> we're not sure what being a country is. <laughs> and then
0: when Canada got its, quote, unquote, independence, it was mostly like, hey – We good now? And they're like, sure, whatever.
1: Yes, the British Commonwealth is losing power in the world, so it may be better if you govern yourselves a bit.
0: (laughs) Okay. And that was like 1981.
1: (laughs) We still have a queen. It's Queen Elizabeth II. She's ours. Yeah. Yeah. Wills and Kate come here, not irregularly.
0: Yeah. Canada's a... Very weird, weird place. And I was
1: gonna say, but you know who's not been here? But she's actually been here numerous times because she's from here. Yeah. Meghan Markle.
0: Oh right. Yeah. And Prince Harry. <laughs> I uh I don't know enough for the royal family. When when they're like uh I think Meghan Markle like when they started having kids, I'm like, I don't know who's having kids and who's <laughs> when they're like, Oh, they're having their first kid. I'm like, didn't they have their first kid? No, wait, so there's <laughs> Meghan Markle and then there's Kate Kate. Kate. Okay. Her,
1: well her last name now is Windsor, Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. I, no, you know,
1: don't yell at us, Brits.
0: No, I mean, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're Canada. You we Essentially, we have a queen because we're too nice to say <laughs> no. Why not? We have the governor general position, which is a position that is entirely a figurehead.
1: They are the queen's representative here in Canada. And
0: they are technically allowed to stop... Uh, I think they can override things. They can override things, but they don't do it because... If they ever do it, we'll just be like, "Okay, no more Governor General."
1: And then the country would be like, mm, "Correct." Yeah, that's,
0: that's essentially their position is to be like, "We're the Queen. We'll say that this is okay. <laughs> Technically, we can say no, but we know that if you say no, you'll just get rid of the position."
1: You know, what we do like to have though referendums where we vote if provinces will stay in our dominion.
0: Oh yeah, no, there's there's a uh, those French. I'm, I I had Alberta. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, that's where uh, we're from.
0: Almost every, uh, almost every province, almost every province feels
1: like they're like maybe a <laughs> referendum, and then you're like, Nova Scotia, you are so small.
0: Yep, at least once. Uh, at least, I think almost every province has at least once tried to. At least someone has come forward, being like, maybe we are not Canada. <laughs>
1: um, another Canada Day story. We were in, um, Newfoundland, which is our s- newest province, not our newest territory, but our newest <laughs> province. Sure it joined
0: none of it none of it started in nineteen ninety one so
1: none of it's a territory not a province I
0: know what's but there's no real there's no difference there's no real it's, difference the
1: territories are in the north
0: yeah that's yeah unless people live there
1: maybe we learned the difference in junior high social studies I don't remember anyway no Newfoundland joined confederation in uh nineteen forty nine Yeah. Not so long ago. And we were there in 1999 on Canada Day on the 50th anniversary of them joining Confederation. And there were a lot of people who were still very mad about it.
0: (laughs) People people who probably
1: (laughs) may have been alive. Yeah. But they were like, we're not Canadians. We're Newfoundlanders.
0: We're like, all right. (laughs) We kind of sound like if you put Irish through an auto-tune device.
1: You know, if someone's drunk and Canadian, they might sound kind of newfy.
0: And also, you're saying Newfoundland, but what you mean is Newfoundland and Labrador.
1: You know, I always tell people that I've been to every province in Canada. Yeah. And I've been to one territory, the good one.
0: Um. The Yukon. Haven't we? Haven't we? No, we've, we've we have been We've not to, been to the Northwest Territories. we have been to Northwest Territories? No. Oh.
1: It's too far over. <laughs> it's right above us! Yeah, but when we go to the Yukon, we go west. Sure. Um. And then people are like, oh, you, there's no way you've been to every province. And they start listing places. And I'm like, yes, I've been there. There's
0: there's 13. Well, there's 10. And three territories. And three territories. <laughs> They're not that hard. And most of them are just over in the Maritimes where you just walk through them. Yeah, if
1: you go there once, you can go to all of the them. The one that
0: most people haven't gone to is PEI because...
1: It's like, so weak.
0: Because... because I'm sorry, PEI. I don't know if we have any listeners from there. Uh, there's not much reason to go there. No, there's
1: so many things. There's Charlottetown. There's Anne of Green Gables. There's the Singing Sands Beach. There's other beaches that have red sand.
0: And you can. And there's you,
1: houses that are built out of recycled beer bottles. And you
0: can do that all in one day.
1: We used to summer on PEI, uh, audience. Yes,
0: yes, I do remember. I do remember going to PEI to doing that.
1: However, I don't think I've been to Labrador, Kevin.
0: I mean, it's Newfoundland and Labrador. That's I've one, been to it's, Newfoundland. It's one province.
1: <laughs> but Labrador, the only thing that's there is rocks. It's
0: new, well, what's, once again, Newfoundland and Labrador.
1: One province. One
0: province. We've done it's it. It's got an and in
1: it. <laughs> <sighs> We're very proud of our country. We love it very much. But uh, our show is not about our country.
0: No, no. It's
1: about the best country.
0: The, the Orange. The Orange Country. country. <laughs> All right, let's do a show. Uh, This is The O.C., and we're in Season 3, Episode 5, The Perfect Storm. The Perfect Storm. I am very upset that is not raining throughout this entire episode.
1: I don't even like. I understand what a perfect storm is. It's uh, the, this is not really a perfect storm,
0: though. The, it's a line that comes up about essentially Ryan's situation. I think,
1: but Ryan's situation isn't even actually a perfect
0: storm. I would have preferred if, the, if, if in a metaphorical sense there was also a storm going on. Instead, is actually quite nice,
1: especially because the perfect storm is a movie. About a boat.
0: Yes, we're, uh, Matt, we're, uh, Matt, Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt and Brad George Clooney? I want to say the Brad Pitt and George Clooney thing where they <laughs> yell at <laughs> hey, <laughs> Yell on their boat? Yeah, yeah they yell at waves. I'm pretty sure the entire thing leads up to that one big wave you see in the trailer. Anyway, we're not talking about men on boats, though we actually kind of are, but eventually.
1: But first, we're talking about women who are cooking eggs. And it's by the... women, I mean Kirsten, who is now... She used to be an alcoholic... <laughs> Now she's a cookaholic.
0: Oh, yeah. She has the most extravagant breakfast. And I appreciate that the reason these kids don't want to eat it is not because they don't think – because they used to be like, she's a bad cook. And it's probably still lingering
1: in there. But mostly they don't want something new. This
0: is different, and I don't like change. I want my (laughs) – I just want a bagel. I want to get my bagel. And you know what? I can see where they're coming from. You have a routine.
1: Eggs Benny. Not a weekday morning breakfast.
0: It's it's a dense breakfast. It's
1: dense. After you have that eggs, Benny, you take a nap and then you drink some beers on the back porch.
0: Now, uh, to be fair, um, Ryan doesn't have a whole lot to do.
1: He could they have do, the they eggs, Benny. They do keep Benny. telling
0: us that he's homeschooled and and has a tutor. He's got a lot of free time. He's roaming about all the time. I think that more of it is just an indication of how long we spend in school that really is just time filler. It's true cuz I feel like he's probably getting tutored to the same level as them. They just condense it in a lot more.
1: But it would be nice if we if they hired like, I don't know, put a blazer on one of the grips and we're like just walk as if you're the tutor.
0: <laughs> I had a very it was a momentary idea that somehow Charlotte was going to be the tutor. <gasps> uh, it would have been
1: I mean obviously not cuz they got a very prolific tutor, but it would have been so good. And also
0: that would have <laughs> been bizarre.
1: Like cuz this episode isn't bizarre.
0: It yes yeah, is very bizarre, but hey. So uh, the kids are all having their breakfast. Sandy gets a call from good old Doctor Kim, old Dr. Kim our like,
1: favorite snitch,
0: who's like, "Hey, Sandy, I got some hot gossip." And he's like, "I have a very important thing to talk to you about." She's like,
1: "Yeah, but first, let me tell you, the career fair tomorrow, things are going down." And he's like, "Yes, I would like to talk to I you would- about the college fair." No, that's
0: what, yes, I wanted, I want, I want, I want to be able to go to the college fair. She's like, "Oh yeah." I, I I heard that uh, that Jimmy, not Cooper, other <laughs> Jimmy. There's a lot of Jimmys who go here. It's a very common name. But I heard that Jimmy was cheating on Clara. And, and I don't and know who like, either of those
1: people are. But can Ryan come to the college fair? Well, let me tell you about the conversation we had about that, Sandy. I don't
0: just say yes or no
1: um the answer is yes if ryan can attend the college fair because it's a public event and literally anyone can go that's my
0: favorite way of sandy referring to it as he comes back in and he's like oh can i go and he's like yes because legally how can they stop you it's just the location they're holding it at
1: now it's weird that this is like a public college fair but i can't pretend to understand newport I mean, it might just be like, once
0: again, there is a college fair going on, and they decide to hold it at a neutral location, which is the private school, which,
1: which doesn't feel
0: like a neutral, a neutral location.
1: I guess the colleges are like, uh, oh, Orange County is so far away. We can't come there to do college fairs at each school. Yeah. Get it together.
0: Yeah, it's the sort of thing that, like, in any other town, this would be in a community center, but because essentially these are the... It it's it feels like this is one of those unofficial things where unofficially it's for all the rich kids to be yes. scouted by schools. But they can't actually do that because of like
1: legal, legal
0: things or because of – because they want to up here as though – but anyone could go. Very clearly, no one from the public school is going to this.
1: And we see it and they don't. And to be fair, most college fairs are like the nearby colleges come. Yeah. This college fair – Oh, no. Top ten, Ivy League, I mean, Harvard School is a pretty,
0: like, prestigious school. If you remember from Ryan getting in there, was a big thing.
1: Yeah. So. so anyway, mm. Sandy is still feeling a little sketch about this. And as soon as the boys leave to go to a drive-thru and get bagels. Yep. He reveals to Kirsten that Dean Jack Hess <laughs> continues to hate a boy for no reason.
0: Now, now I, I I have explained away his hatred of even Marissa. And Seth and Summer by essentially hi- him being like, oh, my teenage girlfriend doesn't like these people, so I guess I'll do her a favor.
1: But... In this case, he's embarrassed that a teenage boy punched him in the face, or oh, yeah. he has decided to kill this boy's future. <laughs> it's
0: very clearly that he, he hates Ron so much, though it feels like it happened before the punch. Like the punch might have cemented it, but before that moment, he, is, he has decided that this boy does not belong here, and it's weird... How little time they actually spend delving into that.
1: Yeah, why? He's decided not only does this boy not belong here, this boy belongs nowhere.
0: This boy should have his entire future decided by me, and that future should be in the dirt.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he needs to do construction. There's no way he can have aspirations above his class. Yeah, there's... There's we, some real the, weird we, classism. Have,
0: this episode focuses a lot on specifically Jack Hess and Taylor, but I am actually co- interested in it. I wanted, I wanted to over are saying. He's like, why? Why? Why?
1: Well, and I don't really under... So what we're kind of dancing around is Dean Jack Hess has, has attached a note to yep. Ryan's transcript explaining that Ryan is the most violent violator... Who has ever violated? Oh, he has a history and he of will pathological violence only burn places to the ground. But here's the thing: like, I've uh, I recently applied for my master's. Like, yeah. I've applied for a lot of universities, yeah. And I've gotten into actually a very prestigious university. I went to Queens, which yeah. is the Harvard of Canada. Yeah. I don't like a note on my transcript. That's not a thing. I just sent them a copy of my transcript that I requested and paid for. That was sent in a sealed envelope and then I got reference letters from teachers May- so is this just like a mandatory reference letter
0: i yeah i feel like it probably is something where it's or he, he describes it as a flag it's a flag on his on his transcript so the idea being that if anybody looks into him this flag will pop up though there's also this this chance that because jack Hess hates his boy so much just every single time he hears his chances being taken he just runs in and slides in a post-it note that's like ryan bad
1: you know what? That's probably Jack what it Hess. is. Jack Hess. I don't know a lot about America, but I believe that.
0: Yeah, he just has, like, these index cards. He, he got them printed, actually, from Vistaprint.
1: <laughs> In 2006.
0: Yeah. He, he, seven. He started Vistaprint. So that he could destroy Ryan's future. <laughs> so that he could print business cards that say, Ryan bad, Jackass. Jack
1: Hess. And then he has a printed signature on it and a headshot of himself where he's looking up into his own
0: future. <laughs> oh my God, he would have a headshot. <laughs> he
1: would.
0: Well, fortunately, they just confuse them because they're like, is that Ryan or is that Jack Hess? <laughs> 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 well, that microphone has just fallen.
1: It also has feelings about Jack Hess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to do a joke on about is this photo Ryan or Jack Hess, but apparently your microphone just dropped and decided no. Well,
1: I, I think it wants us to move on because yeah, we have literally only discussed the first scene and we are 16 there, minutes there, in. There are a
0: lot of moments where we can slide over things. It's true. There's just moments to dwell. Anyway, Jack Hess hates Ryan. Moving on.
1: So I have – I was very puzzled by Summer and Marissa's relationship in – Marissa's, in Summer's house for this entire episode.
0: Let's see if I can guess what it is, Erin. Is, are you, are you confused by the fact that Summer owns one mirror?
1: The tiniest mirror? <laughs> and neither of them is getting ready in the bathroom, like teenage girls do?
0: No, also, I was perplexed by the fact that Summer has littered her room like the many vines of the Amazon jungle, with outfits, and I'm willing to give that a little more of a leeway, even though I don't understand female clothes. Oh. Outfit picking?
1: So what they're implying is that it's Marissa's clothes, because Marissa's taking over all of Summer's space. Oh, right. And what I have now figured out is Marissa is secretly living in Summer's house.
0: I mean, oh. They asked no adult. (laughs) That's possible.
1: Because I was furious about the fact that Marissa did not have her own bedroom. Like, there's no way Summer's house does not have a... What is with all these mansions with only two bedrooms?
0: We cannot. It has been so long. That is a season one, maybe a season two thing. We cannot talk more about whether or not these houses have bath, have bedrooms. They should
1: have more, but it's all right. Marissa lives there secretly. I'm fine with it. Well, what I
0: can I tell you? What I actually
1: think might might be? I
0: think in Summer's house there is the master bedroom. Mm-hmm. I think I, then I think there's a separate bedroom for the for the stepmom to like sleep it off in. <laughs> I I be, it's been implied over and over that summer's uh, dad and stepmom don't get along all not the time. Inaccurate. So I would not be surprised if there are even if there are three bedrooms, they're taken up by her parents.
1: They're all for the stepmother.
0: Yeah. There's one for her to sleep in often. There's one for him to sleep in when he's angry. And
1: there's one for her to watch TV in CNN. Yep. 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 Well, meanwhile, as they're jostling to get ready in the teeny tiniest mirror, not in the bathroom, as every teenage girl ever has <laughs> or done, just a
0: second mirror.
1: Summer invites Marissa to come to the college carnival because she can't remember what a college fair is called. Yeah,
0: and mostly she just wants Marissa to hang out with her. She wants her friend to hang out with her. But Marissa's like, no.
1: I'm too poor. I can't afford college.
0: (laughs) And fair enough. The colleges there are like big, giant colleges. And she doesn't really have scholarships to lean on. However,
1: she could definitely go to like an in state college and get student aid and yes she'll get loans. Yep. But so does everyone else.
0: Yep, and I think she I, I think she's more willing to
1: She'll eventually come around to it, but she, she needs to like adjust her thinking.
0: Also, she's more of just bantering with her friend here. Yeah, um, it, it's a pretty fun scene. Um, she she gets a call from Julie, and it does look like Julie just like lounging poolside with
1: a hat, talking about how ooh she has so many balls in the air. She's gonna find such a good place to live. Oh, but yo- not yet, Marissa. Right now, you live with Summer. I <laughs> yeah, like Marissa. Marissa
0: clearly knows what's going on, but is like, "Thanks, Mom."
1: <laughs> uh, yes, you have so many balls in the air. I'm
0: sure. I'm sure you're. Sure, you're just 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 living it large.
1: Spoiler alert: She's not. She's just sitting poolside, though. But it's not a good pool. <laughs> the motel pool. And the motel man is getting arrested by motel security. I
0: I will say, um, I guess kudos to Julie for just sticking it out no matter what. She is she is in full like she is lounging by that pool. She looks she's diluted. Gonna do
1: <laughs> what Julie's going to do? Yep.
0: Yeah. So you know what. Julie you keep it up
1: so uh, at school not long after this summer suspiciously watches Taylor Townstead text on a a sidekick, a sidekick.
0: it's it is that is some real old-school texting where it looks like an email like she's sending an email mm-hmm. with boxes you can select to be like ask for a reply and
1: it's and it's sparkly yeah
0: back, back before they really knew what texting would be used for so the She's texting also to... Sorry, I because I saw a screen. It means obviously I had a pause in the, oh, the screen. Oh, naturally, she's texting. She's clearly messaging Jack. Has it says Dartman Man for you? And I don't know. Don't get the
1: reference. She's using BBM.
0: Oh, okay. BlackBerry Messenger. Okay.
1: So he it's like his screen name that's
0: what i mean i don't I mean
1: it's a bad screen name choice it's a
0: real bad screen name choice um also she just texts him just the phrase lol you're you you are with as in the u and an r yeah so naughty the you so naughty is uppercase i'm just saying that taylor is very into this inappropriate relationship
1: taylor will text later that day hey you up
0: This is to the point, like, Taylor looks legitimately happy to the point that it makes me legitimately sad.
1: She is a child, and not only is she a child, she is a child who has no love in her life because her parents don't seem like they're particularly.
0: Yeah, like, like, like he is
1: taking advantage of a damaged, lonely girl.
0: like, Like, there's this one shot where she, where she, like, she has, like, the, like, she is surrounded by people, but she has the goofiest smile on her face and it really does break my heart because it is such a she is she is legitimately happy in a very bad situation and, I, and that can happen and that sucks
1: and I hate Dean Jack Hess for it
0: Uh I also do want to motion there's I mentioned this at least one moment where he definitely sends her a dick pic
1: and she loves <laughs> do you, it.
0: Do you agree? There's moment yeah. where she goes like.
1: <gasps> it's him in his office being like, <laughs> it
0: ha- "Click, click." It has to be a dick pic, right? That was oh, the first yeah. dick pic in history, not in history. Well, I'm sure. I am, I am a hundred percent certain. Way back in, like, the Renaissance era, some guy was, some guy was like, "Their own dicks." Yeah, I shall send this to my love.
1: But uh, Taylor, first one on TV for sure. <laughs> yeah. So it turns out that Summer has told Seth about this.
0: He just doesn't really believe her. Which. I mean, he, he, he is with, what he's doing is withholding judgment.
1: Until he has his own yeah. proof.
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh, one thing very quickly. It is September 15th.
1: It's been like two weeks. Like two weeks. So many things have happened in two weeks.
0: All right. Well, uh, Ryan, uh, apparently he's going for lunch at the high school.
1: <laughs> and he's really insecure. Like, this punching a Dean and getting kicked out of school has really damaged Ryan's psyche. Yeah,
0: to the point where he won't even bring lunch from home to a school he doesn't go to.
1: Like, he thinks he's not allowed to be there. He thinks all of Marissa's friends will hate him. Now, no, no, one thing to I will- To be w- fair, he did yell at Johnny.
0: No, and one thing I will say, I'm not the friends hate him, hate him thing. He is. He, I understand. He do, he do, he is high school age. He does kind of come off in this scene a little bit as like, "This is my adult boyfriend who came to visit me <laughs> in high school."
1: It's you true.
0: you know there are kids at school who are looking at Marissa and being like, "Is that your dad?" Is he like twenty? 20- 21 he doesn't go to our school we know we all agree he doesn't go to our school
1: because we all know everyone who goes to our school after heather last episode (laughs) so why is this grown man here
0: yeah it's yeah but hey these uh these weirdly friendly kids
1: i'll welcome him immediately although there is a super weird moment where ryan's like i'm sorry i overreacted johnny he's like yeah if i saw my girlfriend talk to a strange guy i'd be upset too and i'm like johnny he was upset because she was crying, and he didn't know if you made her cry.
0: Well, he says, yeah, you see your girl talking to a guy you don't know. It happens. And then there's a silence.
1: And everyone's like, And Ew. the camera cuts
0: between him and his girlfriend. I'm like, is there something there? Because they don't touch on it this episode.
1: Maybe. I don't understand Johnny's deal.
0: Um yeah, I don't understand either. We're about we're going to get a lot of Johnny this episode, so let's 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 move on.
1: So Casey forces Marissa to leave, to leave Brian and, Ryan and Brian. Johnny alone, yep. so that they can bond because it turns out they went to high sc- or junior high in the same town, yeah. But more importantly, Ryan was on the football team, which <laughs> means Ryan was once a Luke.
0: I, yeah, but I mean, there's a Chino, Luke. Yeah, there's yeah. Those are different. Lo- those are different kind of things. I mean, we. I always suspected that Ryan was
1: a sportsman.
0: Well, no, Ryan was the jockier guy at his school. Like, like he, he he definitely wasn't the druggy guy at the school. Also true. Yeah.
1: Unlike Trey. Anyway, bonding so much, Johnny. Yep.
0: Uh, Summer does some stalking of Taylor.
1: Taylor confronts her and calls her both ugly and invisible. And I'm like. <laughs> Taylor, you're swinging so far. Okay, both Taylor and
0: Summer, this entire episode, are just, like, whipping past each other and, like, like two flies trying to meet in the air. And nothing is landing. I don't know what's happening. It's
1: crazy. But I can't figure out, is Summer cool? (laughs) Or is she not? She also
0: calls her prom queen.
1: Because she won prom queen. (laughs) Yeah,
0: she's, like, going from prom queen to this. And I'm like, did she... Is
1: she? What's going on? Because when Summer was briefly in charge of the social committee, all the girls were helping her. I think Summer's cool. I, I mean, I wouldn't
0: doubt that Summer's cool and Taylor's not. Because once again, Taylor's real sad.
1: Taylor's so sad.
0: Um, but uh, Summer decides her plan. She did say she had a plan. I don't think she does. Because she decides in that moment to essentially make... Make Taylor jealous. Well, yeah. Make Taylor think that Jack Hess Has been macking on the coach.
1: And it lands, and Taylor Townstead's face freaks out. Yeah, like Taylor... So, did Summer just want to prove to herself that she didn't have a rage blackout, and this is the truth?
0: I don't know. Huh? I don't know.
1: So, um, Kirsten found a very nice condo for Julie. Julie thinks condos are for olds, which is weird, because in Canada, condos are for youngs. Yeah. Youngs who cannot afford a real house.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems about right.
1: But Kirsten eventually talks Julie into going to see the condo and also offers to give her money for a down payment.
0: Everybody always offers to give Julie money. But Julie is – if one thing has been consistent about Julie since the beginning of this series – she is proud. She only wants
1: money from her husband. She
0: only wants. I, you know, here's the thing. I think she believes that she earns that 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 money. She's money. She's earned. I think you're right. Yeah, like that is the way she gets around it in her head. She's like, like, like I married him. I earned this money.
1: What's his is ours.
0: Yeah, I mean, she was a CEO for a little while and was very bad at that job. Then started a magazine and then wasn't
1: the CEO. And definitely should have saved some of that money. But that's fine. Gave it
0: all to her husband. And he lost it all, I guess, because he's terrible. Anyway, they're interrupted by... By
1: Charlotte, who pops by, causing Julie to run off into the daylight. (laughs) And
0: then Charlotte, I guess hearing this very sad story about Julie and knowing that her husband left her nothing, decides clearly... She is the one I should be scamming.
1: I should steal her nothing from her. <laughs>
0: she looks destitute. I, at first, I thought the idea was going to be that Charlie was going to once again misunderstand someone and think Julie was still but wealthy. She,
1: she knows that Julie's destitute, so I don't really... <laughs> Does she want Julie to, like, come on her scamming team? I don't
0: know. One thing she says, the, 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 the creepy moments where she goes, Oh, she must be feeling really vulnerable then.
1: Like... So she wants Julie to join her scamming. Like, I I, I
0: don't know. I don't
1: understand any of Charlotte's motivations ever.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, we will learn more about this plan. But first, I guess Marissa. It's a very small scene, but mostly it's just about how Marissa.
1: Still doesn't want to (laughs) go to the college fair.
0: I feel like we get so many of these things. We're just like, (laughs) cut to Marissa, she doesn't like it. She gets a really good moment at the end, but a lot of this episode is just cut to Marissa. She doesn't like it.
1: So here we are at the college fair, where Ryan is very weirded out and very overwhelmed.
0: But Sandy is having none of it. Sandy's
1: like, buddy, Berkeley. Berkeley would be good for you. I went to Berkeley. Let's go talk to Berkeley. Well,
0: unfortunately, in see- in season three, Ryan has, like, he's lost some of his dadness. Though the shot of the three of them sang in a row, and this is like, oh, there's the three parents.
1: Ryan has lost all of his Ryanness. Like, we have in this scene, which I'm kind of, yep. like, skipping around a bit. But Ryan's talking to a college, and they're like, oh, what are you interested in? And he's like, oh, I have no idea. And I'm it, like, <laughs> do you? Because do you remember last season when you desperately wanted to be an architect? And
0: Sadie was like, uh, he's real good at architecture. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, no, we have a great architecture program.
1: Like, I was thrown, because I was like, what, have we just forgotten about Ryan? But, but no, it's... I realized that Ryan has forgotten about Ryan. Yeah,
0: it's it's a real good uh, characterization of essentially seeing someone who th- it the, these early scenes make what he does later on make a lot more sense in almost, like, almost retrospect. You have to look yeah. at it after it's after the episode is done.
1: And like, he doesn't make good choices and there's no reason for him not to believe in himself except that the whole Trey thing really threw him for a loop. He realized he couldn't he couldn't become a new person because old Ryan was always there in the background.
0: And while some people do believe he can change, some people don't. Like, for example, Jack Hess, mm. who just off of having a fight, I guess, with his teenage girlfriend. girlfriend
1: which Summer and Seth watched, And Seth is like, this is proof of nothing. <laughs> There's, like,
0: what? Actually, Seth says what I was about to write down, which is... Why would they have a fight about their secret affair in front of everybody?
1: Because Taylor's 16 and Dean Jack Hess is the dumbest man to life.
0: But then Summer's like, fine, I'll get evidence. And then runs off and we won't see her for the rest of the night. So... (laughs) Who knows what she's doing? Who knows what she's doing. But what Jack Hess is doing is he... There's this amazing shot where, like, Jack Hess is, like, talking to other academics then looks over and sees the back of Ryan's head and goes like... (gasps) A boy. A boy is here.
1: And he storms towards that boy. <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: Sandy is like, oh, not this.
1: And he's like, hey, Dean Jack Hess, do you know the definition of the term public?
0: <laughs> I, I, he, th- this is where I wanted him to be like, hey, Jack Hess, what's your problem?
1: Why do you hate my boy?
0: <laughs> what, what? There's this great moment. He, he calls. He says Ryan is his son. He says, "He says, what? Says, well, you can't do it to my son." And I'm like, "Yes, in this moment, he is his son. Sometimes he's his co dad, but in this but moment, right now his son. Yeah."
1: And Jack Hess is like, "Who? Well, I'm going to destroy his future. Anywhere he goes in life, I'll be there." <laughs> Stopping him.
0: <laughs> Even if he gets into college, I'll follow him there. He won't get in any clubs. I'll t- I'll tell the improv club that he that he's he's a jerk that he punches people. They won't let him in there.
1: If he gets a job one day, I'll be at his job,
0: and I'll be like, "Who? I'll punch you." But as of by me wanting to know more about hat, why this thing is because the only thing we get out of him in this scene is that he does this thing where Ryan appears up behind him and uh, he says, "Well, he's do- like Sandy's like like you like." Stop ruining my son's life. And he's like, oh, he's doing a pretty good job of it himself. Which does not answer why he hates him.
1: Because he hates him with a rage and fury that no adult should hate a child
0: with. Like, I like the only thing I guess we can go off of is that we just have to assume he is classist. That he's like, this is a poor kid from Chino. How I dare you? I hate him so much. But I want him even to say it. I want him to say that. Yeah,
1: you know what? If you want to make him a cartoonish villain give him the cartoonish lines <laughs> instead
0: he said he's this weird metaphorical creature who's like Ryan should doubt himself I this is what my nature is
1: I shall teach him to have fear like, yeah yeah
0: I, I don't I don't I don't get, I don't get it well uh, Ryan overhears this and of course is sad and runs off.
1: And so the next day, Seth brings Ryan coffee. Ryan does not respond immediately, so Seth, of course, assumes Ryan has run away, which speaks <laughs> to how many times Ryan has run away.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he sees the bad bars he made, and he's like, oh, God, he's, all- he's gone to the Greyhound station again.
1: And Ryan walks out and is like, I've not gone yet, <laughs> I- but yes, I am. Yeah, I...
0: It's so weird because I thought – I thought by the way he comes out, the way he talks, I thought this was going to be a moment like this is going to be his like, – He's
1: like, hey, I'm going to fight back. I'm going to prove to them that I'm good. Because
0: cause the exact line he says is like, you know, I'm the first per- – I would be the first person in my in my family to you graduate high, high school, school. But I'm not. Instead, I'm going to do exact – like it sounds like – I.
1: <laughs> it sounds like – and you know what? If he was like, you know, I've decided I don't care about college. I'm just going to get done high school. That's achieving something.
0: Yeah, I mean yes. Yeah, yeah. so we, we we talk all about the the college thing and all of that. the the uh, the parents the parents being Sandy and actually the other uh, the other kids as well. I guess maybe yeah. are very focused on you have to go to college, but really you have just fin- you have like, a year left of high school. But like
1: you here, this is Erin standing on her soapbox. Yeah, you need to finish high school. In this day and age, you have to finish high school. It's really yeah. hard to get your GED. It's really expensive. You don't have the support system you do. I understand that some people don't have good home lives. Yeah. But you have a support system when you're in the school system, when you're in a high school that you will not have when you're twenty two and deciding to get your GED. And it'll be expensive. It'll be hard. You're gonna have to pay for it yourself while working full time. Well, I, I I mean I'm I, I think our listeners are a specific subset of like society, yeah. but just just get through high school. It doesn't even matter what your grades in high school are, really, because you can change your mind and do different things at any time in your life. Yeah, and if you've been out of school for ten years, they don't really look at your high school grades.
0: And, I, and I'm and I'm against the idea that you have to immediately after high school immediately go into post secondary no. university or college. No, you can take your time and go. That's it's a very American mindset of you yeah. have to go immediately. Like college is for young people. That's not true. It's Colle- not. Colleges like if, if you don't know what you're going to be when you leave high school, take, figure out what you're going to what you're going to do. Go to university for that, but. Yeah, or, you're, you're you know absolutely correct. You, you you have support systems in high school that you
1: will not have an, as an adult. And,
0: and I've known some people who you know had to go back and get their GED, it's and it hard. is and it's a it's a stress and it's a strain because because yeah. you, you don't have because because the way society is built right now is that they are helping you get to that level.
1: And like high school, as hard as high school is, and as many external pressures as you will have, being in high school will. Always be easier than trying to do the same thing five years down the road.
0: Yeah, and college on
1: the other hand, college might be easier when you're 30 than it is when you're 18. Yeah, so and, you do college when you do college. Yeah,
0: and honestly, there's people who like there's a lot of people who work just fine even without going to university and yeah. college.
1: Or you know what? Go to go to a trade school, get your ticket, do an yeah. apprenticeship. Like there are so many options out there.
0: But there, yeah, but the Ryan is one year from getting out of high school and.
1: And he has a private tutor. He has all of the support system in the world. Yeah, it, it, it's – he, he, so, he does not have a good reason to quit. Yeah, like, like there, there,
0: are, there are people out there who you get into the worst circumstances. And yeah, not everyone – that's the reason why they have to keep offering the G, the G D things. Because sometimes there are amazing extenuating circumstances and you're not able to finish high school. And that sucks and that's unfortunate. And I wish everyone it was in, the better. Wor- wish in the world could help you. Ryan's not one of those people.
1: And you know what? Ryan doesn't even have to have a tutor. Ryan could go to the public high school. Like, Ryan's motivations are (laughs) correct, but Ryan's being a bit of a baby. So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. What
0: made you happy this week?
1: I finally had these books come in from the library. I've had a hold for a really long <laughs> time. And I did a gamble where I'm reading the um, Sarah J. Mass Throne of Glass. Oh, yeah, series. I've heard of those. those. Yep. So I read the first one. I put the next two on hold. And it was like a long hold period, like 12 weeks. And then yeah. I was like, okay, well, you know, I've had the next two on hold for like four weeks. I should maybe add the next, next two because yeah. and then The third one came in, and the second one hadn't yet. Oh, no. And then the fourth one came in. Oh, no. And the second one hadn't yet. And I was like, I'm going to have to buy this book. Like, I cannot wait another 12 weeks. I'm going to have to buy the second book because I – and, like, I'll buy a Kindle edition. Yeah. Which I love Kindle books. Yeah. But then the second one came in. I'm having a really chill weekend. I read it over, like, the past three days. I'm going to push through. I think I have six days left to get through the next two. All right. I can do it.
0: Uh, Yeah. I don't know how long they are, but...
1: Oh, them long. Okay. They are thick fantasy novels. Are they, like,
0: like the... the They're not quite a Brandon Sanderson. (laughs) Nothing is quite a Brandon Sanderson. They're,
1: like, an early Game of Thrones book.
0: Okay. All right.
1: But her world building is great. Um, The second book was fine. It was yeah. like very it was the second book in It's it was very second very
0: second booky. Yeah, it was the first the first one set it up. The second one is like is the start of Oh, everything. there's gonna
1: be more stories. Alright. Yeah, well sec- let's
0: Second one is where they start turn on turn that engine up to a higher gear. Yeah,
1: let's fill in all the details. Yep, that happens. But now I'm getting into the third one and I'm real excited. <laughs> cool. So that's what made me happy this week. Also my drink is getting better the more I drink it.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had the first sip
1: and I made a face. Yeah. And I was like, this is sharp. And Kevin was like, why are you drinking it? And I was like, I opened it. Was it was gin
0: and tonic, right?
1: Gin and soda. Gin and
0: soda. I probably separated a little bit at the top.
1: I love that quinine flavor of tonic. And I kind of wish this had that quianine no, right. sweet sensation. Right. Kevin? what brought you joy this week
0: funny enough mine was also book related i started reading the <laughs> brandon sanderson warbreaker also uh, a book.
1: giant book well it's
0: brandon sanderson he does not write short i i like him i really like this Mistborn series mm-hmm. i probably like it more than i'm liking this uh warbreaker one right now but
1: this he is play- the first one yeah,
0: yeah. um because he plays a little bit more with uh genre conventions in miss Mistbreak- in uh Mistborn. Okay. um th- and this one especially like here i enjoy him i think his world building is great I do honestly think that he can trim some stuff out.
1: But he knows that. Like, he's very open, where he's like, I wrote three books. I didn't need to, but I did it.
0: Well, I know for at least his, like, his big series, the, oh, I can't even remember the name of them, um, but his, like, big series, he I, he was at a convention I, I, I was at, and he talked about how when he writes those books, he essentially writes two books, and then he puts in between each one a short story of other things. I'm like, so you wrote a <laughs>
1: Why wouldn't you make them different books? You'll make more money, sir.
0: It's not even just more money. It's just like... When you put something in a format like that, you are telling people to experience things in certain ways, yeah, that's why I have my novella series, a novella series, and as a book series because it's sort of the idea and you could being... read
1: all five of them at once, but
0: yeah, but yeah. like e- but even if me, even if they are released all at all like you know all together in one package, by having them be considered separate things, people take them as separate things. It's like mm-hmm. when i when uh, you watch a series on Netflix, they are built in this sort of flow through binge style series.
1: Yeah. Whereas when you binge watch Scrubs, you hate everyone.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's bad. That is an emotional roller coaster where you where the amount of ups and downs you get from binge watching Scrubs. That show is not meant to be binge watched. It's a great Mm-mm. show and it's funny, but oh to to, to go through all of that a too lot. much too much too, too much. much.
1: So, uh here's another scene. Marissa
0: <laughs> doesn't like it.
1: And uh, Johnny tries to talk to her about it a little bit, and uh, Johnny seems to think he can help. <laughs> well, Mar- Marissa
0: gives him a very – she doesn't give him a cue. She gives the audience a cue when she's like, oh, I don't think he'll listen to me. I don't know who he'll listen to, and then linger on Johnny. I'm and like, Johnny's- what's going on here? What's Johnny going to do?
1: And why does Johnny think Ryan will listen to him?
0: Why is Johnny around? <laughs> I don't get Johnny.
1: Well, before we find out more about Johnny, we have a really weird scene where Julie is really weird about the condo. She's mad that the real estate agent understands her budget and wants to offer her a slightly smaller
0: yeah, can you apartment. Me, can you tell me what's going on in this scene? Because the realtor is like, oh, it just sounds like for the conversation we had this morning. Like, like it sounds like the realtor, is, like, like, like did, did Julie at some point make it seem that she wouldn't that she she wasn't interested because it it felt like it's all through Kirsten. It's
1: written that it sounds like Julie made the realtor think that she wasn't interested but I think what the realtor actually did
0: is heard Kirsten
1: is heard Kirsten and Kirsten was like this is Julie's budget.
0: Which is weird because I thought this condo was the condo that Kirsten was talking the about.
1: Ju- I, like it's... that's
0: why it confuses me. Is that like like I don't know what's happening here? And Julie then...
1: is offended for reasons no one can understand. Yeah, and the realtor honest. says things that no one can understand. And also Charlotte is there.
0: Yeah, then Charlotte arrives because sh- cool because when um uh when the realtor came in, she said Miss Morgan. Uh, so Charlotte, this is why like this has to be the condo the Kirsten was referring to because Charlotte snipes this condo from Julie.
1: But I don't know why it matters because they also have a ground floor condo that's a better fit for Julie. That is the amount of bedrooms she actually needs.
0: I yeah, this is a four bedroom. Yeah, Julie wants Julie is like Jimmy and is so bad at money. The, the, the idea, and I know it's sort of the idea that Julie at this point is still trying to live bigger than her. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because that's always like that was Jimmy's problem. I thought she was a little bit more, because she came from a poorer background, that maybe she would but be I th- like, I don't need a four.
1: I think this is one of those things where because she never had money, she doesn't actually know how to handle money.
0: Uh, you, you mean like the winning the lottery thing? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, but she did sell her engagement ring from Caleb to pay for the condo.
0: She's <laughs> in a very sketchy way. She's like, oh, well, I can afford the down payment. Would you take it in? And she just opens up her Bag cash.
1: It's so weird. It's such a weird scene. But I... then
0: Charlotte comes in and snipes and then, it. Yeah. And she's clearly planning something, and I just still cannot put it together.
1: So then we have another weird scene where it seems that Seth has been roaming the school looking for Summer, and he finds Summer, and she's really mad at him for not believing her. Yeah. And she's decided she's going to get Ryan back into school. By blackmailing Dean Jack Hess.
0: Yeah, so she plans, and now they need to get Taylor and Jack back together so to can prove. So they prove
1: that they're together.
0: Together. Summer is really just, like, flailing and floundering here. I don't think she knows what she's doing from moment to moment. Nope. <laughs> i like, like, I'm going to get proof, and then walks off the next time we see her, and she's like, I'm going to get them back together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get proof. New plan. <laughs> Turns
0: out me walking off, I didn't go anywhere.
1: I just walked off the set. Sorry, Seth. Um, Uh, kirsten and sandy find out that ryan quit school understandably they are not pleased
0: yeah well ryan is doing his ryan thing where he's trying to he's looking in the for a job in the paper
1: ryan
0: but johnny finds him
1: and you think johnny's going to have advice but what johnny does have is a job
0: Well, he has hopes and dreams as well. He's going to be a surfer.
1: Okay, but Johnny's not quitting high school to be a surfer. No, no, he's not. He's going not. to finish high school. No, he's not. Like, he's
0: going to finish high school, then he's going to try to be a surfer. Uh, but what he does do is offer, he's like, well, I mean, I used to have a mind coming here. He's, he's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to find a job. I can work construction. I did that last time. John's, oh. Well, I, my, my uncle, uncle has a
1: boat. That's like the construction of the sea. You want to be a fisherman? It's very dangerous.
0: Do you feel like I'm also waiting for Johnny's shoe to drop?
1: I'm w- waiting like, for Johnny to seduce Marissa. Like,
0: I thought maybe he was trying to get rid of Ryan or something, which seems like too... Tumult- I, As much as I do hope that Johnny does continue to just be this weird benevolent <laughs> angel that pops in once a season...
1: But you're waiting for him to be a I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that shoe
0: to drop. I'm waiting for something to happen here. Because why are these high school kids are so intensely friendly...
1: They're so open-hearted that you feel like they're like fairies, where it's like, don't trust the gifts they're giving. Yeah. They're secret
0: secret strings. Well, because you have him tied up in the same thing as Charlotte.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where
0: where the lesson of Charlotte is, don't trust the gifts they are giving you. Because so, they're fairies. Because she's a fairy.
1: <laughs>
0: <sighs>
1: so uh. Ryan is late for dinner. Seth's mind runs wild with all the things Ryan could be doing. But Ryan's done the worst thing. (laughs) He went to a boat. And he got an important piece of paper that will make Sandy... I was unclear about this. No, it... it (laughs) Is it like a permission slip? Yes. What it is,
0: is it's literally just... For him to work full-time, he needs his parents to sign off saying, it's fine if you work full-time.
1: Because it's called a guardianship release... It kind of – it took me a while to catch on, and I was like, oh, it's a permission slip. Yeah. But it kind of reads like he's like, I will no longer be your son.
0: Yeah, well, it's because it's of release. Yeah. Which makes you feel like he's releasing him, but that's not – it's just a release as in, as it's in, like, if you go on a slip. field trip, you need to have a release.
1: So Sandy agrees to sign the permission slip, and Kirsten is aghast.
0: Well, the problem Sandy's running into is that he's trying to he, – at this point, he's trying to raise a grown man.
1: And he doesn't know how to do that. He only knows how to raise a Seth.
0: Yep. So Ryan, uh, the next day, he uh, Ryan arrives to work on the boat. And there's something so weird about Ryan uh, arriving with, like, a clipboard and paperwork to this boat.
1: Yeah, it's like <laughs> that, the docks. King, that King Crab show. Like, the captain
0: seems confused that there's actually paperwork here. Like, like, like I don't know if he gave it to him.
1: He's I don't like, know if Ryan no, just... young boy, I said no job for you, but now you're coming back saying yes job for you? Like.
0: Like, do you think that Ryan essentially came up to that captain and was like, hi, I want a job.
1: And he was like, can't hire kids.
0: Here's the thing, though, and pulled out, like, <laughs> this <laughs> already filled paperwork. This is called a guardianship release. Technically, by the laws, my uh, adopted dad told me, I can work full time if I have a signature from my guardian.
1: So as long as you agree to it, sir, I will go and get that guardian <laughs> signature and I will return tomorrow. Ready to have a job.
0: I don't know what you're saying, but sure.
1: And then Ryan returned.
0: Also, I love how this captain, Ryan's like, yeah, no, I'll work. This captain's like, this job is like.
1: Hard. Like,
0: hard. And <laughs> and I I thought, I because I was trying to figure out what was happening here, I thought Johnny, like, sent him to his uncle, knowing his uncle would be like, look, boy, and, da- and father this kid would yeah. be like, no, you should go to.
1: Like, like, I wish I had finished high school, yeah. then I wouldn't have to live the boat life. Well, no, I kind of thought he'd be like,
0: "No, I finished high school. I chose this after I finished high school." Like I don't. Because there's nothing wrong with working with working on a boat. It's just when you finish high school, you have more choices. Yeah, and if then you, want... you can
1: choose to work on a boat. You are not forced to work on a boat. Yeah,
0: and if you and if you want to, after you finish high school, go and work on a boat. Then go and work on a boat. <laughs>
1: But working on a boat should not be your only option. The point of life is to have options.
0: Because the problem with that becomes is that if that does, if, hey, if you, for have, for example, get really injured on that boat, like he says would happen.
1: Or you fish up all the lobster and then there's no more lobster and your industry dies.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, it's like those coal miners who now have to learn C++ and thankfully there's people who are essentially training them in c++ programming because coal is dying because yeah because it's not a renewable resource <laughs> it's not a reno- renewable resource and it sucks
1: um ryan's job starts tomorrow
0: yep well and sandy's gonna stick to this plan he knows that ryan's gonna leave tomorrow but he's like no
1: ryan's gonna make a good choice it might take a long time but i'll be here when he makes the right choice
0: yeah uh
1: And And then then (laughs) he spills the beads to Marissa about Ryan's job. Okay,
0: now let's be fair to Sandy and Kirsten. They made the right guess, which is that Ryan would tell the girl who he... If There's one thing they know about Ryan, is Ryan loves Marissa so much.
1: Now, also to be fair, this has all taken place over like 18 hours. So he hasn't really had a chance yet. He... He could have called her. He should her. have called her immediately. He'd been he, like, Marissa, I'm taking a life at sea. He should
0: have called her maybe even before he, because he, he had enough time to get the signature. Like like
1: That's true. This is the next day. This is the
0: next day. Maybe he should be like, hey, Marissa, so I'm probably going to go off on a boat. after the signature. He tells her when he does anything else. He drops her off to school a lot.
1: Yeah. He's her ride.
0: Anyway, she is, is not pleased. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, we cut back to this other weird storyline where Summer is, I guess, writing a love letter to Taylor? From
1: Dean Jack Hess that she, uh, bases on a speech from the Valley. Yeah. Because she knows her target audience.
0: Yeah. Uh, but Seth has a better plan, which is that he got a sidekick, and I guess... It's a burner
1: sidekick? (laughs) Well,
0: I don't... I... They're gonna, they're going to, I guess, lure... Um, Taylor to the mermaid motel, but I don't know how that's going to work when they just are texting him from a random, like, Hey, new, new number Taylor. But trust me, it just, trust me. It's me. Jack Hess.
1: Well, you know, he did break up with her. I guess. (laughs)
0: After I broke up with you, I got so angry. I threw my phone into the sea.
1: But now I have a new one, and I love you so much. No, I much. don't think
0: he has a sidekick because at the end there, there's a whole thing where he's like, oh. "Yeah." So
1: I don't know. What so I think what she... is Taylor texting him on? I, I... His work computer.
0: Here's the thing. I think she is sending him emails.
1: I think he's taking blurry, like computer cam phone selfies oh, of his dick. I
0: don't know. He's using a webcam. What I'm saying is that there's a definite paper trail there.
1: But it's. Okay, so if he doesn't have a sidekick, now they're like, "Hey, Taylor, it's me, Jack Hess. I got a sidekick."
0: Yeah. What? Uh, however, the logistics are going to work. Their plan is to lure, lure her to a Mermaid Motel, where so many things have happened, so much sex has happened,
1: as Seth points out.
0: Actually, Summer points it out. Summer's like, "You mean, you mean where Brian potentially, potentially conceived a baby with his ex-girlfriend, <laughs> and where Julie had sex with Luke?" Like she summarizes the first two seasons.
1: So, uh, meanwhile, Marissa is not impressed. Marissa
0: is not happy.
1: And Ryan was waiting for the right time to tell her he was leaving on a boat. I guess
0: you could say Marissa doesn't like it.
1: Marissa doesn't like it. (laughs) Yep. So, Charlotte now has a plan to use Julie Cooper.
0: Yeah, Charlotte and her weirdo. I'm just going to call him her weirdo. I don't know his name. He's a weirdo. I don't
1: know what his deal is. He
0: arri- They arrive at the motel, and Charlotte's like, no, nah, don't worry. This is going to work.
1: <laughs> and so, she reveals to Julie. <laughs> she bought the condo for, for her. Julie she put it in Julie's name and all she wants is to be able to stay there sometimes <laughs> and I don't understand what she's doing I don't know what her how she
0: spends the money out of this she she's, how how is that weirdo still working with her they spent so much money to send her to a
1: rehab where she made <laughs> friends with Kirsten who was too smart and
0: now she's just Bought a condo to try to steal money from a broke woman.
1: And I think she bought the condo like flat out because it seems in the OC people don't pay mortgages. I don't.
0: I don't. It's, and, and I thought she was lying. She's not lying. They go to the condo later.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense.
0: Unless if she's also pretending that, like... like Like, So is
1: she just trying to hurt Julie's pride?
0: That doesn't seem like very good scam material. I was trying to figure out if that realtor was the same realtor that she worked with before. So she's doing another, like, oh, I'm pretending you have the place, but...
1: She's not the same woman who was at the house, because that was an older woman. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to figure out what the scam is here. And I don't know what's up. (laughs) I don't know how she's going to get... She's putting so much money into this. She has to expect to get so much out, but how?
1: From who? She's
0: broke. She knows she's broke. Why what is, is going she scamming on? Scamming poor people, and and you can scam poor people, poor people by putting that much money in. You
1: can scam like it's just you can scam poor people, but not like. And that. it's sad
0: because you take the like little old lady's life savings, but <laughs> what? But not by doing this so, anyway.
1: Meanwhile, the party of the episode goes on, and it's Ryan having a sad. Sad, going away dinner. A very yeah. morose going away it's dinner. It's
0: very awkward dinner. We learn that Curson can cook now, and it's mostly just the sound of cricket slowly growing over everyone's bad jokes.
1: Ryan accidentally spills the beans that Johnny got him the job. Marissa storms off into the night, <laughs> Mar- sadly.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah.
1: Um We also find out that Taylor Townstead took the bait.
0: This this machine... Not this machine. This... I I know why I said machine. <laughs> this moment goes on just the right amount of time. It's like, so like, it, long. Like, it's
1: so uncomfortable. It's, it's perfect.
0: Yeah, it's uh, whoever edited this episode is a champion because this is just the right amount of time for all these au- for these lingering shots and for that cricket noise a swell up and it's great it's a great and it's an amazing scene
1: and summer eating that pad thai is killer because <laughs> the noodles are just like hanging out of her mouth it's
0: great it's great it there's i i if you have if you have or not watched along with us if you could just watch this scene there's something beautiful about it that it's hard to describe
1: so ryan in the process of this all reveals very clearly to sandy and kirsten that he thinks he has no hope for a future he has realized he can't have better he can't have nice things he just needs to accept that he's going to be a chino dropout just like he always thought he was going to be
0: yeah there's this great moment where sandy's like we're your family now and ryan's like no no (laughs) <laughs> I have no one.
1: I'm not an Atwood, but I'm not a Cohen. I I do in this
0: episode specifically get very get very bothered at Ryan. I'm like Ryan, you have such a great support system, and it's really annoying to see this kid who, who has, has everything. Ama- yeah, like like even more so than Seth, who was born into it. Seth isn't Ryan. actually having all these people be like, no, no, here, let us help you. Let's do all these things.
1: And it's he- so frustrating. I do. Get it though, because he trusted them. He was like, "All right, you've given me everything. There is hope." And then he had it ripped away from him by Dean Jack Hess. Well, and, but but and by trey traying over everything. Well, I
0: know. And the, but the, the and the problem is that he's finding out is that he's feeling like he is the reason the that all that fault is happening. Yeah, like he unfortunately he, because he's not great at, at explaining his emotions. No one's been able to be like, "No, Ryan." It's not your fault. It's Trey's fault and it's and that for some weird...
1: reason this horrible man. <laughs> it is
0: a weird grown man's fault who hates you for so like it feels like in a past life you must have wronged him.
1: Like maybe you're Henry the Eighth in a past life and you stole his wife.
0: Like that's the only thing that I can imagine, because that grown man hates you so much.
1: And it's not your fault. Young children, young men teenagers when grown adults hate you that's their problem <laughs> you did nothing I mean let's be good sometimes okay like... if, you, if you killed their wife they hate you because you killed their wife I
0: mean I'm just gonna say that also sometimes uh children teenagers nah, they're jerks true <laughs> but but in this case no jack Hess is just just <laughs> weird
1: just weird so, Marissa storms to the beach, she confronts Johnny about how dare you give Ryan a job, and he's like, but I helped. And
0: she's like, I guess actually you kind of did, like, I, I, okay, whatever, I'm not actually upset at you.
1: And then he's like, so if Ryan's leaving, that means you could tell him how you feel about this. And <laughs> she's at, like, least, at
0: least you gotta, you know, he's these, like, line. at least you gotta be honest with him and tell him what you felt, and she's like...
1: Are you an angel? And she's like, I just stormed into the night. <laughs> well, now I can never tell him how I, how I feel. I don't even know where he is.
0: Well, after Zach fell, essentially from his angelhood, they I had guess, to send a new angel. They had to send a new angel to the OC, and this one's Johnny. Hopefully, Johnny doesn't get corrupted by the OC.
1: Well, he just has to not hang out with Summer.
0: <laughs> I don't think Summer's the corrupting element. Zach? I think I think it's just the OC. Well,
1: luckily he doesn't go to Harbor. So
0: no, it's a anyway. It's a great line where where. Where he's just like, well, you know, you gotta tell him how you feel and you gotta be honest with him. And she's like, I need a ride.
1: So uh we have a real weird scene where Julie and Charlotte are real weird, and Charlotte almost reveals that she's still a drinker. <laughs> she brought champagne because she forgot the scam. She is such, such a, a bad, bad scam artist.
0: How is she apparently the brains of this operation? Because she dumb. Then she goes outside and calls. I'm going to assume the weirdo. And just goes, Yeah she's in there? like In in, in the apartment? She's inside, which is what makes me feel like she didn't actually buy it, but it really does, I don't know. I I can't (laughs) figure it out. I can't figure out how she's supposed to get money from
1: this. (sighs) So Ryan tries to leave on the boat life, and Marissa storms in, and she's like, hey, maybe don't be another man in my life who runs away on a boat, you dummy.
0: My dad ran away on a boat, and guess what? It didn't help him. I wanna say that line right there mm-hmm. made the entire Jimmy storyline from the first three episodes worth it.
1: For her to be like, you can't boats do nothing, Ryan. Boats do nothing! They're just they're just vehicles!
0: They're just vehicles on the sea! They're just cars
1: of the sea! Jimmy keeps making the same mistakes over and over. He's in the same storyline three times, Ryan. <laughs> and, uh, and the only thing that stays the
0: same is his stupid boat. Boats don't fix anything. <laughs> boats
1: don't fix things, Ryan. Mar-
0: Marissa's arc of this season is, boats
1: suck. And off she goes. <laughs> and Ryan's like, wait, the boat won't fix things? But I'm on a boat. But Marissa, I'm a boat boy. I'm on a boat. That, that... Boat boy Ryan Atwood. <laughs> you know.
0: Just... Well, actually, hang on. There actually is an overarching theme that boats do suck. Because also <laughs> Seth ran away on a boat. <laughs> so many people keep running away on boats.
1: And they never work.
0: They never work. I wanted Brissa to keep on bringing up examples <laughs> of people running away on boats. <laughs> Just being like, run. She actually calls him a coward, which is what he's being. He decided that he's going to cut and run rather than actually face his problem. Yeah.
1: Use the opportunities given to him to do something that will be hard for a time, but then
0: Well, let's figure out what this dumb plan is going, cause Seth and Summer are hanging out of the mermaid motel.
1: And up pulls Taylor Townstead, and she cracks like a walnut. Well, actually, no, she I mean she doesn't. She tries crack. not to crack. She,
0: she's actually very good because essentially their entire plan, which is a real dumb plan, they lure her there and then go. Yeah, Taylor, we know. And Taylor's like, no, you don't. And (laughs) they're they're like, like, yes, we do. She's like, no, you don't. And the only reason that it does that like they're able to get through it is because they're like, I'm going to tell my lawyer dad.
1: And I like how she tries to be like, no one's going to believe you. Again, summer is cool. (laughs) Well,
0: and also, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the politics were in 2005. Oh,
1: no. In 2007, this episode. Yeah. Everyone was very concerned about teachers sleeping with teenage girls, like yeah. I remember lots I, of I assumed any at my time school, after
0: like the eighties that was a pretty big deal,
1: and like they will believe the girls well
0: yeah well, and it, it As it's should well, it seems like the sort of thing that even just telling anyone about that would definitely
1: telling Dr. Kim,
0: yeah, I mean, we've seen what this what this town does to subtle rumors that are yeah. true, so yeah, it it's what most people got like out of the scene is that I don't understand the plan, because I don't know if they had to lure her to the Mermaid Motel. The entire plan was to walk up to Taylor and say, Hey Taylor, we know you're sleeping with Jack Hess.
1: Well, one, now they have text messages from her. I guess. And I think they wanted to get her isolated.
0: Yes, I guess. I guess. Anyway. We we to catch a predator, to this little this girl.
1: Sandy goes to confront Dean Jack Hess <sighs> in a scene I don't like for a lot of reasons. It's a good scene. They've done it well. I don't like it. Um, I don't like that Dean Jack immediately is like, "Oh well, she's an aggressive girl. She pushed herself on me." Sorry, Dean Jack She's a child. Well, I mean, Sandy
0: once again does not give anything. Give anything to him.
1: I don't like that instead of revealing a predator, yeah, which he is, they just blackmail him. To get Ryan back into school, and then Sandy tells him to leave town because he's just going to go somewhere else and do it to another girl. So I don't like that. Well,
0: that's fine. The black hood will kill him. If there's anything we learned from the from Riverdale, that's um, true. <laughs> he will be he will soon be killed by a serial killer. That's um, true. What I the the only what what how I got through it is that I that I got through it because I was specifically thinking of Taylor because this is better for Taylor.
1: That's true. She loves him.
0: Well, and also it's
1: because
0: if they revealed this. Taylor for the rest of the rest of the year, and for as long for as long as she's in the OC, she is the girl who slept with the teacher.
1: That's true, and
0: that is an, uh, that is a unfortunate, and it's it is not fair. She should not be ostracized for that, but she will be because we know be. how the OC works. And. Uh, and I, I and, and, and I understand that that it, I would have almost liked if the episode had a moment. Yeah, I was gonna where, say, I where wish someone
1: we had a scene where Taylor asks someone.
0: Yeah, I, I would, Seth
1: and Summer, Sandy. I,
0: I would Yeah, I we get Taylor's
1: perspective. From I almost her.
0: actually kind of would have thought it would be would be interesting if like. Taylor Some, did the well, scene even well I was thinking maybe if Summer or I'm fine with Taylor not being there because she should not have to confront but, if not there.
1: but I do I need Taylor's perspective
0: what I was hoping was actually a scene where essentially Summer like if, if I could have my perfect way Summer would have had a scene where she wanted vengeance where she was like yeah then we'll reveal that Taylor did this and then she'll be this and Sandy's like no that's not fair
1: that could because be. that
0: would have showed also a thing for Summer, who is very vengeance-based. She
1: is filled with rage. Of
0: getting something out of that.
1: I just... I don't know. Maybe I needed Taylor's voice I mean, in this story. Here's the
0: thing. I, I believe Jack Hess is probably gone from the series. Taylor I, is I, not. Taylor is not. So I think we will get more Taylor. Yes. Um, I imagine she'll probably be very upset. Um, I'm hoping we'll see growth from that. But, yeah, it's one of those things where in this specific case... I'm more fine with this than I was with the Riverdale one. Also, the Riverdale one—it seemed like they ran around right town mostly out of like, this whole shaming thing. Well, this one was like Sandy was like, "You're a terrible person.
1: I don't want you around." Yeah, and you know, Dean Jack Hess is very driven by like <laughs> optics and visuals, <laughs> so he may think twice before sleeping with a 16-year-old in the future. Yeah, because he understands it means that he loses jobs. It also
0: would have been a, a great thing if Sandy was like, and also. Also, I'm going to be, I'm like, he has his own psychic. I'm like, I'll be texting you. And if I hear anything <laughs> about this, like, I wanted one of those things where it's like, if I even. Like,
1: I'm, I know teenagers. My teenagers, they're going to make friends with kids at your new school. Well, and if we hear a whisper. I
0: mean, oh. I, I thought he would be like, and if I hear that you're working at a high school. Well, because he lies to him and says that he has photos.
1: <laughs> That's such and, a good
0: lie. Oh, it works so well.
1: And Dean Jackass is so dumb, because the way he responds to Sandy, he's clearly guilty. He knows immediately what Sandy's talking about. And it's like, yeah. oh, what? Would I sleep with a 16-year-old? No. <laughs> what? what are we talking about? What? What's Sandy's going on? Like, no one said anything about sex or 16-year-olds, Jackass.
0: <laughs> mm, you clearly do not know that you're dealing with a lawyer. Me. You monster. All right, uh, well... Summer, not summer. Over at the um, diner, Yep.
1: Marissa doesn't like it.
0: Yeah, she's uh, crying in the booth. This summer, when Seth arrive. Summer describes what they did as a life changing scam, and I'm like, mm, you, you, you flailed around for a little bit, and then just essentially up- things worked out. Yeah, and they were like, well, then we then we lured her to a motel room and told her we knew everything,
1: and then she eventually gave in. Summer,
0: yay. Um and
1: Marissa's like, I just, I told him that boats don't fix anything, and him. he still left.
0: Um, they're very sad. I, my thing is also, I, fi- I figure that, I mean, a few weeks is...
1: Three weeks is three weeks. Like, Hey,
0: I don't know how long Archie was gone for, but he was allowed to go back to school. The only thing that happened was he stressed out about... <laughs>
1: the SATs, which these characters, who are seniors, have not even written yet. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: They're behind the curve.
0: <sighs> but hey, actually... Ryan did not leave because his future is not on a boat.
1: <laughs> Shocking! No. Nothing good happens on a boat.
0: <laughs> Nothing good happens on a boat. No, his future is with Marissa, so Ooh. he's back at Harbor. Though so Marissa, Marissa's like, no, my thing was different.
1: I, I still don't go to Harbor. I go to my new school. <laughs> yeah,
0: Ryan has this moment where he looks at her expectantly, and she's like, "No, no, I, my thing was different."
1: Ryan. <laughs> I shot a grown man. Enti- you just punched someone who was physically assaulting me in the face. The
0: entire the entire community was like, "We don't want her there." And don't get me wrong, that sucks. But I go to this school now.
1: No one actually cares about you, Ryan. Yeah, no one cares. Also,
0: there's no way she can afford to go to Harbor. Harbor, Exactly. Yeah, like that that school has let's be tuition. Clear. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all walk on the beach and talk about all the jobs Ryan could have had.
1: Including a fluffer.
0: Or a bounty hunter, which he kind of was. Yeah. Didn't, his bounty was justice.
1: And uh, he still has that job. But no one can know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And that's the OC. Yeah. Things are forever changing on this show.
0: It's... I, I'm I'm happy that Jackass did not hang on for as much as he did. I'm presuming he's gone. The show does have a habit of sometimes being like, oh, they're still oh, around.
1: He's going to come back in like seven episodes and we're going to be like, what?
0: And still angry at Ryan.
1: <laughs> Specifically. Ryan will be like winning an award from the president and Jackass will be like, <laughs> but he punched me once. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> Obama, things, don't you know? He punched me.
0: Wait, isn't, wait, isn't, wait, hold on. Wait, Was wasn't Sandy the one who, who who like got you I was like yeah but Ryan's the reason <laughs> Ryan's the reason for all my problems
1: No Dean Jack Hess you sleeping with a 16 year old is the reason for your problems If this
0: was Riverdale he would arrive 16 episodes later and be the serial killer be revealed to be have a gun or something And
1: we'll be like but we thought you were killed by the serial killer Jack Hess
0: hold on a second that makes no sense
1: How is this the plot So, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Throughout
0: this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did
1: I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic walked off the series and then returned 16 episodes later in the guise of drama? It did. It's a tiny moment, but it's so dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) These are the best ones.
1: So, Julie Cooper Nickel, which she demands you call her, is in her hotel room, ready to drink the last beer from a six pack of beer. It's rage drinking, it's sorrow drinking. Julie Cooper Nickel has not bought <laughs> a bottle opener, no, ju- a three dollar tool.
0: Julie Cooper has gone through five of six beers and only now is having a problem opening one. The other idea is that she just found a six pack of beer with one beer in it and brought it inside. And she's like,
1: "This is for me. Can't spend <laughs> spend money on beer. I'm too poor." Uh,
0: it's a Julie Cooper's thing now.
1: <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It's just to heighten the stakes. So she's yeah. injured when Charlotte arrives.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so.
1: What's your CW? Moment? I think it's. I
0: think it's actually just a show. They're like, oh man, Julie's really having a hard time. Can't she even, can't even a buy a window. bottle opener. She can't even open a beer.
1: As if she can steal a bottle, bottle opener from her house and be like, no, this is my personal possession. <laughs> I brought this into the house. I don't Caleb know. Caleb doesn't drink beer. Julie drinks beer.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Sure, they only have wine. Op- wine uh, uh, most corks-
1: wine openers also have a bottle opener on them.
0: Mm, no, th- these are the ones that, that because Caleb likes to show off, they're just a corkscrew.
1: Uh, just a corkscrew also has a bottle opener on it.
0: Well, You mean the one, the ones that are just like, like, like wooden tea bar and corkscrew? Oh, well,
1: that's dumb. You don't even have any torque.
0: Well, no, exactly. Caleb's trying to show off. That's why he had a heart attack.
1: <laughs> Kevin? What's your CW moment? Mine
0: also has to do with Julia. Mine mostly has to do with Charlotte. The fact that Charlotte forgot her scam and tried <laughs> to give champagne. <laughs> Julie- Charlotte has been repeatedly shown to be one of the most incompetent criminals on a show of incompetent criminals. And
1: you know what she really easily could have done? Oh, I wasn't an alcoholic. I was on narcotics. I can still drink alcohol.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's better she didn't lie about that because that would've been very easy to solve with the curtain I like, thought, I thought she, she should've been like, no, no, it's for you, not for me. But her, her thing is, well, oh, for you're you,
1: right? I'll drink water <laughs> for
0: you. I will drink water. I'm like, or she could've just not brought champagne because or she's like
1: sparkling wine. Cute. She,
0: she's supposed to be portrayed as some sort of like, like you know, malicious criminal genius, but she really feels like. A real dum dum. She's just bumbling along. It's like when it's like how they constantly make Caleb like, oh, Caleb and his crimes, like his very easy to find crimes. He's
1: so bad at crime. Also, what did he do with all of his money?
0: <laughs> I remember how Caleb definitely did do crime, but he didn't do that crime. So we're supposed to be fine with him.
1: Oh, Caleb. Oh, the OC. Oh,
0: Caleb. Oh, Charlotte. You're you're real bad at your criminals. The most realistic criminals are probably the ones from Chino, Chino because they're not trying to do this.
1: They're doing small crime. Well,
0: they're yeah, they're doing like the crime that's easy for us to understand. Like
1: Trey's crime all made <laughs> sense. Jeez. Except for the time he didn't steal a watch and then went back and bought the watch. <laughs> <laughs> he had been accused of stealing. That was dumb. <laughs> Ryan, here's a memory of the time I I was accused of stealing something. Remember when I was falsely accused of a crime and it really upset
0: me? Here's a watch (laughs) to remind you of it.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. TV writers are a bunch of nerds (laughs) who went to nerd school. (laughs) Writer school. You know, nerd school. You can't imagine what crime could be. Yeah. I mean, it's better now, but I'm sorry. In 2007, it's just a bunch of nerds sort of nerd town.
0: I think a lot of it is though, is that they try to they they, they there's this un, there's this feeling I feel like, especially with the writers of this, um, where it's like, oh, it has to be complex for it to be smart. Mm-hmm. Like 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 Caleb has to have this weird machinations so you can't even understand, and that shows he's a good criminal. I'm like no, this the most effective like scams are the scams where they call you up and go, hey. Give me your credit card number, and people were like, "Oh yeah, no, of course I'll do that. We've
1: had some weird uh some weird movement on your account, you know, your visa card starting with four or five yeah,
0: the the way the most scams work is they just they just do it to everybody with the idea that one will work, yeah, not this weird thing where Charlotte where Charlotte spends thirty thousand dollars to go to rehab and then buys a condo for someone like like that that someone le- who
1: she knows is poor
0: that level of conning. Means that the take has to be in the millions, which
1: they know she has no money. Are they piling on just her maxing out her credit cards for them? And, like, they can't imagine that Kirsten – like, Kirsten is smart. So <laughs> you'd think she would meet Kirsten and be like, oh, this woman is not giving me millions. Let's go find someone desperate and sad. Not, like, the model. Well,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Or, or like, oh, it didn't work with Kirsten. The fact that she was still hanging around with Kirsten was insane to me. She's like, oh, it didn't work with Kirsten. I guess we'll do her very close friend. We'll scam her. That'll work well.
1: And if I stay with Kirsten for long enough, maybe she'll change just her mind go ba- about being just, scammed?
0: Just go back to the rehab and try again. Yeah,
1: find a different woman.
0: The the rehab scam is not terrible if you can get the right person i say as someone who's never done a scam before but like i, but can- I thought you wanted to make out with her is the I thing i cannot
1: fathom how <laughs> charlotte is so bad at reading people
0: <laughs> and i can't fathom that she still has a partner yeah anyway that was uh that was the oc we did it we did it uh we're gonna be back next week with another episode of it uh, man, we're we'll see where this goes. They, they're doing that thing where, like,
1: they're just churning through storylines.
0: One well, thing that's that is because it's a weekly series, so and that's they,
1: what the OC does.
0: Yeah, so they do these little arcs. Uh, we'll we'll see where they go. We'll see where, what happens with Marissa, what, what's happening with all these benevolent teens at this high school. There's got to be something going on, There's like some problem between Johnny and his girlfriend.
1: And eventually, Cam Gianti will come,
0: eventually, Cam Gianti will be there. We'll let you know when that happens. Until then, uh, you know, tell tell your friends, tell your family, uh, give us a like, a review, a rating, whatever they do on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify,
1: and talk to us on the Sochmeeds Podcast Moa Podcast Moa, or if you have long things to say, email podcastmoa at gmail.com.
0: Look forward to hearing from you, and we will talk more next week
1: when it's not Canada's birthday.
0: What will Taylor do without Jack Hess?
1: Can Ryan find his place at Harbor School without Marissa? Will we see Jack
0: Hess appear in the PL? I hope not.
1: For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast?